The San Jose Sharks are victorious. Yay! It's a temporary joy victory right now as the Sharks beat the Winnipeg Jets. We'll break it down, what this means for their draft lottery position and more. Come and celebrate. It's Teal Town After Dark. Good evening, everyone. It is Monday, March 6, 2023. And the San Jose Sharks are victorious in the beautiful province of Manitoba by a score of 3-2. to two. And we welcome you to this edition of Teal Town After Dark. This is your live interactive Sharks post game. We do this after every game. So if you want to be part of the show, here's how you do it. Chat with us and fellow hockey fans all over the world and in Sharks territory on the YouTube page or in the app. And of course, just a quick reminder for you to follow us on the social Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, Reddit, Discord, TikTok and find everything at tealtownusa.com. And of course, you want to support the pod, you can do so at tealtownusa on Venmo or in a super chat donation right here on YouTube. And with that, good evening to you. It is Pakai and Dana Meyerson. Th they're winning for you now when they know you're on the show. <laughs> I mean, yes, I know everybody wants. Wants uh, the Sharks to uh, have the best best chance at Connor Bedard, but um, no, they have to win sometimes. Exactly. You know? Nobody goes zero and eighty two, even if some of y'all in the comment section would have loved that for this season. Um, I just feel like emotionally, this win was really needed. Um, it was nice to see the guys like experience success experience and happiness. Joy. Yeah. Joy, God forbid. Um, and it seemed like everybody was, you know, excited about Eklund and some of the other, and, you know, Knizhov being back. Like, I think there was just a lot to play for in this game. Um, and I'm, I'm, I don't know, don't tell anybody, but I'm happy they won. Yeah, they got to get one victory. I mean, they're not going to go 19 in a row uh, without a loss. It, it was just a matter of time. Granted, the way... They looked uh, the last couple of games where, hey, you're up to nothing. Yay. And then then what happened? <laughs> um, it, it was a tough one to take. And especially if you're yours truly in person at that game. Oh, on, yeah. When they so. scored first in the first period, I was terrified. <laughs> Quaking in my boots. <laughs> yes. Well, we'll get to the recap right now then. Uh, Stephen Lawrence uh, made Dana quake in her boots. Uh, with his seventh of the season. I did like how they're being tenacious after going after the loose puck. Uh, and it sets up for, for Lawrence. And I, I guess you can call him the triple L line. Lawrence, LeBanc, and uh, why am I blanking on the other one? Why am I blanking on the Oh, boy. I am out of it today. Uh, but ne neither either way. Uh, one nothing Sharks after 20. Uh Reimer looked solid really early, Dana. Oh, yeah. Well, throughout, really. I te I texted Puck Guy, like, Reimer knows the trade deadline already happened, right? He doesn't <laughs> need to. You're not going anywhere, buddy. Um, 
But but it was nice to see him have a good game. It really was a throwback to last season. <laughs> you know, and I was thinking about this, and it's like maybe he's taking an exception to not getting traded. Uh, yeah. That... Well, I mean, his contract is up, and I think he's expressed interest in staying with the Sharks, but who knows? Um, so, you know, pl- playing well as an individual player is never not in- advantageous, you know? So... Like, again, GMs can tank a team. The players do not. Right. Uh, the, the, and thank you, Marty T. Lindblom. Yes, Lawrence Lindblom LeBanc. LeBanc gets an assist. I mean, that poor guy, I mean, I, I think it's been forever since he had an, had an assist. I think almost, I think I want to say January It's 10th. been forever since he was a positive contributor to a game he played in. So. Yeah. It's it's you're happy to see it. You're happy to see these guys kind of get something going. Uh, but then the second period happened and boy, howdy, I think we both were kind of like gasping like, oh, boy, when is it going to happen? When's it going to happen? And freaking I totally forgot he was on the team until El Nino, I guess, is what they're nicknaming him. Nino Niederreiter ties it up, uh, you know, after after a penalty, you know, had expired. And, and it just really, Dana, it just really bugged me that, you know, that the Sharks were just getting every little stick fractured and called their way. And and this happens right after Noah Gregor gets called for having a guy lose grip on his stick and it flies up in the air. But, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it could have been really bad after that. Yeah, no, the things were simmering. Um, Yes, especially with, you know, our sunshiny boy Eklund out there, um, you know, getting it. Welcome to the big leagues, although the AHL is full of goons, too. Um, But, uh, yeah, no. uh, (laughs) Also, was it just me or was everybody breaking a stick at like one point? They're like breaking sticks. Never not a stick. Stick, puck, glove. They're, they're, no, you're you're right. It, and, I, <laughs> and I, I even heck, I even checked the temperature in Winnipeg, and it was zero Fahrenheit. And I was thinking, why is everything so bouncy tonight? You know, sticks flying. You know, gloves, like you said. I mean, the puck was on edge. I think Lawrence had a chance for a, a two on one, and and the puck just kept bouncing on his stick he couldn't get the chance away it's like come on guys oh and it's just it's just tough to see and um you know either way uh they they keep it at just one one after 40 minutes mainly part you know as, as to the aforementioned james reimer had some key saves shorthanded as well oh yeah yeah no the flipping around kicking um, he, and, and he, he looked like really in it. And when he did allow the first goal or was it the second goal? No, it was the first goal. Um, maybe it was the second goal. I don't know. You could see his frustration, you know, yeah. batting the puck away. Like he was in it emotionally. Um, which I don't know. Again, like any passion I can see from this team will, energize me in some way like David Quinn getting kicked out uh last game I like to see it because it shows like I care 
Right. I'm you, trying. You show that you give a damn that you want to succeed somehow, some way in order to get this thing turned around. And yeah, it's too late for it to turn around. But it, it's at the same time, it's like, man, show some passion. Show that you are just for that, for the most part, show that you're you're not tanking hard, you know. Uh, and again, players don't tank hard, but you know, general managers and front offices might might not set it up properly for you. Uh, but third period comes, they go back and forth. There's a couple penalties here and there, and then uh, right afterwards, uh, Nate Schmidt, after Barabanov took a hooking call, uh, Leighton, you know, with like five minutes to go, Nate Schmidt gets on there. He was he was healthy scratched. Uh, Recently for Winnipeg. Nate Schmidt? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he gets in there and he's freaking left wide open. Everybody's oh, yeah. watch, watching the puck handler and Schmidt's like right there. It's like, wow, guys, don't make it too obvious. <laughs> but that made it 2-1 and I'm like, Dana, it's going to, uh, that's it. Ay, ay, ay. I will say... I'm, I'm glad about how it all played out, but I was like, okay, all right, we'll leave off here, you know, because like just comparatively, I'm sorry, comparatively to the last few complete shellings, I'm like, okay, whatever, you know, they 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 gave it their all, they had some good moments, Reimer played well, um, and I, I would have been cool with that, but spoiler alert um my my favorite player took it to ot so that's when i was like okay now they better win because i am not i am not going on after dark for another ot loss <laughs> right uh, and and thank goodness for tomas hurdle who fires the puck home back-to-back games with a goal so tomas hurdle feeling it uh, maybe the exuberance from William Eklund being out there, uh, but he ties it up 2-2. Loved to see Hurdle and Eklund and Carlson oh together gosh. in overtime. Yes! Oh, mwah, chef's, bleh, chef's kiss, I was trying to say. <laughs> Easy for you to say. But, I mean, they, they set it up, and then, uh, you know, change happens, turnover, Carlson feeds... Couture, he skates in and, you know, he's usually pretty money on, on those breakaways in overtime, gets to OT winner. Sharks pick up two points, but here's the good news, folks. Chicago's also winning right now. It's 4 nothing Chicago against Ottawa, so it's not the end of the world if Chicago beats the Senators. So, I mean, yes, you could have been... 32nd right then and there, but the Sharks get their 19th win of the season. Um, overall thoughts on, on, on this one? Um, I think I, I, the Sharks play well when Eklund's on the line, with the exception of last game. Um, I don't know. I, I think a lot of the guys are really excited for him and um, probably wanted him to have been on the team last year, just kind of based on the responses to him being sent down um, and eventually going back to Sweden. So, you know, I can see that he's a guy that, uh, you know, brings a, a brings motivation that 
some of the established Sharks players might not have, um, you know, having like being in the situation they're in, the team being where it is. Um, and I loved seeing the guys try and, you know, like they were passing just a little bit extra to him. Um, he's got some assists, but correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think he has an NHL goal yet. Not yet. So he had, nope, he had an soon. assist. He had the assist in Washington. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was, it'll happen yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, he in Washington. He had a whole bunch of assists, uh, in the nine games he played last season. Yep. Um, but it's, it's, it's nice to see. And it's really giving me solace in this whole like Timo's gone page turned um, situation Um, and seeing hurdles emotion when he did score like that, it just, it took me back to the days when sharks goals mattered Um, and, and how that felt when, you know, hurdle would come in clutch, could come in clutch. Like, you know, they still have it in them somewhere um even if the you know the team is what it is so it you know it's just it was nice to watch i'm not gonna lie i do hope the sharks lose from mostly here on out but like i said they have you got to win something you know nobody is act like and if if they're gonna win i'm glad it was you know an emphatic win against a team that really needs those points like winnipeg is like pretty safely in a playoff spot but you never know um and you know no one wants to get too comfy in the second wild card spot uh so you know they probably really really wanted that extra point and the fact that the sharks took it from them albeit from kind of a winnipeg f up um I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it does help them uh, with the one point Winnipeg is currently at number three in the central division. So they're at 75 points, uh, but it's tight because the number two uh, wild card is Colorado at 74. So, you know, it, it's a tight race between them, although it's starting to begin to have some separation between the last spot and wild card to the team's trailing. I mean, Nashville's at 68, Calgary 67, and then you have St. Louis at 59. So you're starting to see where everything's going to shape up in. Yeah. Well, they need the points more than San Jose does. Ah, that's true. It's not points. That's true. They're uh, playing for something. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, Sharks, with uh, 64 games played, sit at 50 points. They have 19 wins. Uh, fewest in the uh actually fewest in the league <laughs> now i quickly go through it at 19 wins so they are second to last in the west and i believe second to last in the division so we'll see on how that goes down the road uh big one thing we haven't mentioned yet i think it's been almost like 663 days since nikolai kanizhov returned yeah and, and he looked pretty good yeah did uh you know hopefully he did there's sort of a curse when you're carlson's d partner <laughs> that you know he pumps up your stats and then you get shipped off at the trade deadline right i hope that like can 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 we please give carlson a defense partner who's like locked down like at least at least for a little bit guys yes um but yeah i mean not gonna lie there are times when i forgot Kanijov was on the team um, you know, or I wondered if he would ever come back because, you know, missing time, missing 
playtime for that long with such a severe injury. Like, it's totally understandable that someone would kind of fall out of step. And some guys can just never get it back. And uh, at least, you know, he's on a team like the Sharks where it's like, we need all the help we can get, you know. There's <laughs> right. no competing for a for a roster spot. Um, uh, so, yeah, no, good to see him back. And I really hope that... Um, that he can be, uh, you know, consistently in the lineup next season and, and, you know, bring back some respectability to our, to our defensive game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I thought he had some nice break, ups, nice, you know, ni nice defensive play all around, uh, which is nice to see because boy, how do you, uh, this team needs some defense help. Um, so good to see him get back in there nearly practically two years uh, since, if not more, uh, since he last played an NHL game. Uh, but Dana's on, folks. So we have one thing and one thing only we need to ask. Let's talk about the post-it notes. What you got for us? All right. So we were at 52 last game. I, I only have three tonight. Oh, boy. Um, so that's. 55 so 15 away from 70 so my estimation at the start of the season wasn't too bad about kind of where it would fall about 70 so we'll see we'll right. see <laughs> um so firstly i saw eklund throw a hit and i was just like yes now we're talking <laughs> um and <laughs> maybe not he didn't you know throw a hit the way that like you know a, a fully developed like man nhl player would but he's getting there he's throwing baby hits um and though that made me happy because i don't want him to be um you know uh like a, a little little baby pushover um although i'm always gonna think of him as a little baby especially when he hurt his lip uh and the camera just kept going back to him like oh did we mention that eklund hurt his lip oh he's good <laughs> i don't know y'all that was <laughs> that was cute um yeah i wrote kanishov looks good word for word um so i spell niederreiter differently every time i write it on a post-it i've just given up and it's become a joke to me at this point um not, not gonna lie it, i i usually have to check t <laughs> two or three times whenever he scores on the shark so you're all good. <laughs> Which is like any minute, you know, I got to check. Oh, you know, wake up in the middle of the night. Did Niederreiter score again on the Sharks? Um, saves. I was just having a lot of fun watching the game, honestly. Not a lot of stuff to write down. Uh, okay, on the goal from Schmidt. Um, yeah, no, nobody was there to stop him. That was the only goal that like made me like actually pissed at the sharks because that was one where they could have supported Reimer a lot more. Yeah. And as often is the case, Ferraro's just kind of standing there next to the net, not really anticipating anything or, you know, sorry, I don't, I hate to dunk on Mario. It has not been his season, but a lot, a lot of those goals where just nobody is covering someone they definitely should be covering it than him so maybe that that's something for him to work on right um and yeah just coochie coochie yes <laughs> so we're at the 55 post-it notes folks so those 
those uh, betting on sports interaction with that, you know, uh, go right ahead. But yeah, uh, hashtag no free ads. All right, so let's get to some of the comments in the locker room. Uh, quickly before that, though, yes, Kevin, thank you. Sharks are only team without 20 wins, Buckeye, yes. Or, or 10 wins at home. Oh, dear Lord. Uh, and if they really wanted that extra point, they should have started Hellebuck. That's their own fault. Yeah. Well, don't they have a back-to-back? The Sharks do. I don't know. Um, oh, I thought that. Uh, I haven't looked at the Jets' schedule yet, so they it could be. Uh, the Sharks do play tomorrow night in Colorado because, you know, go all the way up to Winnipeg, then go back west to Colorado, then go back east to St. Louis to come back home to play Minnesota. Okay. Also, they, you are correct. The Jets do not have a back-to-back. I don't know how I got that in my head. So they are just so you know what their the fault for they're they're probably just resting Hellebuck guys. I wouldn't have played Hellebuck either if I were <laughs> Jets. They just wanted to hella suck. You know, I'm just saying. Yeah. And, and let's be honest here. There will be times a few years down the road when Eklund's throwing those hits, and he's going to say this just like Randy. Better not f with me. Damn right, Randy. Better not f with me. That's what I'm saying. Um, so let's get to the post-game comments, uh, courtesy of AJ. Thank you good s- so much. Uh, from Kinezhov, it was fun, a lot of excitement, and so nice to get a win. It felt great. Blessed to be here to, and to play hockey again. The win is a cherry on top. Uh, thanks to the coaches and the whole organization for their patience with me. I, wow. Uh, nice kudos. And, uh, you know, in this business, Dana, I mean... It's, it's uh, you know, one bad injury and, and they could just drop you like a bad habit. Yeah, that, I mean, like, I I know people came at me the other day about, like, empathizing with NHL players, God forbid. Uh, but it is, it is hard. It's, you never know when your career could be over. Right. <laughs> like, that's not something most of us have to worry about. Yeah, and it, and it sucks, and that's kind of the the bit of business. And I was kind of with you on on being empath empathetic with uh with players because especially with trades. I mean, you can I look at Nemestikov who played against his former teammate, the Sharks. I'm you sorry, know. Sharks great. Yes, Sharks legend. Nemestikov, what an emotional return. <laughs> right, um, you, you know it. It, I mean, you go literally. Poor guy went from Tampa. I doubt he even made Apparently it to San Jose. He never actually flew to San Jose, right? So. But still, but to go from still. Tampa to Winnipeg, you're not packing shorts for right now. <laughs> no disrespect no. to. And you know. don't bro- bother bringing your tech because there won't be Wi-Fi. Oh, <laughs> it's nearly ten years since that came out, never and it's still it never I forget. I will never forget. <laughs> Uh, Khadijah continued on saying, I thought I did well. Obviously, I have details to work on, but for my first game, we did well with 5D on the back end. It was a good team effort from everyone. Yeah, I mean, that's the other thing. Jacob McDonald took a a shot from Brendan Dillon. How dare you? Um, And and did not return after the game. I think after his penalty, for that matter, uh, early in the first period. So... Uh, I believe, let me see, let's scroll down to what I have here. Um, 
McDonald is being evaluated. LeBanc didn't play in the back half of the game because of the way the game dictated, um, which is interesting to hear from David Quinn. Uh, He also went in and said LeBanc's last shift was 11.39 to go in the third period. He wasn't injured. Quote, just the the way the game was evolving with the penalties and whatnot. Kevin LeBanc had an assist tonight, folks, and only played 531. The rest of the game, I believe Barabanov was on was on that line as well, double shifting here and there. But I mean, everybody else on the team, when you're down one defenseman, I mean, Couture played 2340. Hurdle played nearly 20 minutes. I mean, the, the next closest one who who played fewer or who played slightly more than LeBanc. I'm looking at it and I'm seeing Noah Greger at 11.06, Lawrence at 11.42, Sveshnikov 11.33. So twice as many times. That's a telltale sign. And to me, Dina, I think it is a waste that they're doing this. Um, Like, find a home for him. You, you should have yeah. traded him to get, get him off the the roster it is it's just a disservice that you're just putting one guy out there 531 and you know it it just just seems like you're you're wasting time wasting the career of LeBanc in my mind I mean the best time to trade LeBanc was like three years ago but the second best time is soon (laughs) I don't know, maybe have some conversations at the draft. I don't know. Like, Greer has made it seem like, you know, with his whole, like, oh, I'm saving the one, you know, what is it, the retention spot just in case. Like, you know, clearly things will be happening on the trade floor. So, um, you know, maybe I just feel like if they were going to trade him, they would have. They have had so many times when they could have traded him. And if it is like a situation where he just winds up in every coach's doghouse, what's going on there? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're down. You're down one player already, and and then you're going to bench another. And I mean, it's it's a little sus. Let let's just say, you know. I just I don't buy that not a single team wants him even for like a pick. Yeah, uh, and, and Kevin, uh, Kevin, not Kevin Lacey, um, feels like we are doing with Bank is what the Canucks did to boost Brudrow. Hmm. I yeah. mean, we don't have his replacement like <laughs> decided, and everybody knows, and it's being talked about on national television, but. Um, I mean, you know, he doesn't, yeah, especially with him taking that pay cut a couple years back. Well, I mean, thinking back to people's reactions to that contract being signed, like, for so long, I feel like he was propelled in his career by this, like, oh, well, he's at this level now, but just you wait, just you wait, because he has so much potential. Um, And so we, I think people did see it as a pay cut, like, yeah, he's going to be making a few million any day now, like... And that just isn't how it panned out. But I just don't understand why if this team has had no plans for him, no place for him for years, 
years. Yeah. I mean, yes, it's been taught before with us. It's been on with AJ and Jerk on Pucknologist. It's like, okay, if he ha- if he's having this problem with the boar and Buchner and now Quinn, move him along. Why are you holding on to him? You can't tell me you're not going to do anything with it. And AJ, you know, bringing up a point. If you're only playing the guy for five minutes, call up boards for F's sakes. You know, I mean, granted, he's got one more year after this. So not necessarily great to buy him out. But I mean, at this point, do you just cut your losses just like you did with Merkley? I mean, come on. Yeah. And you know what? The decision, they were decisive with Merkley and I think they were correct. I mean, time will tell, but you know, even if Merkley does turn into like a superstar, like I still think it was the right choice because if, you know, it's, it's rare for a team and a player to be able to, to come back to one another when, and it's like, I don't know any like particular drama or whatever like I don't when I say like oh you know how do you wind up in the coach's doghouses like it just the 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 what's it called like the time on ice and him being benched in so many games under so many coaches like that just tells the story like what is going on here um and because it's like yeah you can do that now but it just should have been years ago it should have been years ago he's like a ghost yeah, and and you know, Casper wants to be seen. I mean, that's let's be honest here. Uh, Rob Iman with a five dollar super chat donation. Uh, LeBanc may be best off buried with the Cuda until the off season and buy him out afterwards. Again, with one year to go after ne- after this season, last thing you want to do is have more money just going away to uh, sharks that aren't here. I mean, it yeah, was ab- we, um we we may or may not have a pretty significant buyout in the next few years. Yeah, I mean, could be maybe multiple. <laughs> I mean, we're still getting out of what the Jones is and and oh, that yeah. that big massive contract that Rudolph Spalser's hat had. Oh, oh yeah, that oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, like why, dude? Why, <laughs> why? Is he still in Florida? Uh, f- He's either with Florida, Tampa, then he goes back to Syracuse. Maybe he's with with Charlotte and the H. Who knows? But it's like, really, Never come on. Never had now. to buy him out. Yeah, no, I. I mean, tons of teams would have traded for him. It could have been more depth for the Cuda, for that matter. You know, uh, it's, I'm just saying. Uh, you know, uh, kind of going through some more of the stuff in the chats. Uh, you know. AJ, if Greer could pry a third for for LeBanc, it would be the best move he ever made. No one's giving us a third. We wish. LeBanc was a sixth. So at best, they're giving us a sixth or a seventh. And Caleb was kind of around with you in there. I think you can package LeBanc in a fifth for another, not worth their contract player. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's tough to see. You know, Burge F7F91. LeBanc got his contract on the coattails of his Game 7 performance against Vegas. Did somebody say Game 7? I mean, uh, yes, totally. And that was an unreal night, for sure. Uh, but, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, a mid, mid-level mid pick would be nice. Uh, hopefully they can, you know, when those GMs get together in, in one covered sheet of ice in Nashville in late June, uh, maybe something can happen there. But... Uh, Ah, we'll see. 
it'll be interesting to see what goes on. I mean, I would be fine taking getting a fourth or a fifth, like you said, Dana. I think it'd be really. Uh, oh, I said a sixth or a seventh. Or a sixth but... or a seventh. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll take what we can get, but I, I think as Sharks fans, we have overvalued him for years. Because look, yeah, he had that. He has those moments. He like, you know, sometimes a big moment can really propel a guy like Goodrow. Like <laughs> good, yeah, no, totally. No like, kidding. I'm, he has made quite the career for himself. My, my I thing... remember two days before Game Seven when I was like, "Get this guy off the team." <laughs> he just took a penalty and double OT. What are you doing? Galaxy burning it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, the, the, t- the tough part to me is, is just, you know, uh, just scratching him and benching him this whole time doesn't help the value, yeah. you know? So, so yeah. So that, that kind of puts a bow on this one. Uh, sharks. Sharks. Win. Sharks win. Yeah. It's been a while. How, how do you say that word? Can someone help me? It's like a, what? in okay yeah that works but and what's the reward tomorrow (laughs) they get to play the defending stanley cup champions oh that ought to be fun uh at least landeskog isn't in there but you know you got the likes of kale and nathan mckinnon arturi lickinen rantanen yeah i mean like oh boy you know uh, it should be an interesting one. I would assume Packin gets a, gets the start for that one. Yeah, all y'all complaining about the Sharks winning this game. Don't you worry. I'm sure you'll be thrilled with. <laughs> we'll be back to uh, uh, back to our normal uh, this team. But yeah, hey, like like we said, 19 games left. They're not going to lose them all. It'd be a shock if they did. So enjoy the victory, a nice classic victory. You had Hurdle tying it up, Couture with the game-winning goal, Eric Carlson with two assists tonight. He's at 80 on the campaign. So I think he had, what, his 18th multi-point game of the season? Like, my goodness. Um, yeah. I know we're going long here, but if I can go on a quick rant, like, oh, I get it that Carlson having a great season and likely winning the Norris, like, that doesn't help our team as a whole, but like it was so freaking annoying the last few years hearing everybody talk about how like, Oh, he's washed. Oh my God. What are they going to do with that contract? Like worst contract in the league. Um, you know, Oh, he's a shell of his former self. And I, you know, at least we proved them wrong. You know, we're not going to have to listen to that same, you know, tape on repeat you know, during when, when nobody has anything to talk about during the off season. So like at least this season gave us that. You, you have that bright spot in there. Yes. That, now come the last game of the season. <laughs> All right. Where is Eric Carlson going to trade his season? <laughs> but if we can trade the contract like that, that is so much better than where people thought we would be, you know, like that contract was thought of as the most untradeable contract in the whole league. Oh, sure. And now his name has legitimately been in trade conversation. I still don't think he's actually going to be moved, but uh, to me, I say if if they win the lottery, you keep him because that I think I said it the other night, it would be nice to have a nice flip pass from 
Eric Carlson to Bedard and Bedard feeds Bortolo for the goal. I mean, you, you would love to see it. But if not, see what you can get. See what's out there. And uh, I, agree. I still think, like, in the end, being able to trade him is better than having him be terrible and hold on to the contract forever and ever. <laughs> True. I, I completely agree. So, uh, with that being said, let's get on out of here. Uh, in case you missed anything or you want to watch this again, check us out here on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher, whether it's Apple or Google Podcasts, of course, on SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Odyssey. Uh, and of course, if you're watching us on YouTube, go ahead right now. Just hit that like button. Most importantly, hit that subscribe button. And of course, hit that notification bell. That'll notify you when we do go on the air after each game, uh, like this one where you can celebrate or tomorrow where you'll be tormenting yourself because the Sharks lost. Not that we're predicting that, but, you know. Um, and, of course, leave a comment down below as to are you, are you thrilled to see Tomas Riddle get back-to-back -back back -back games with a goal? Couture getting a breakaway. Eric Carlson hitting 80 points. What did you think of William Eklund? Leave your comments down below if you're watching us on the replay. So with that, Dana, thank you as always. Really appreciate it. They're on a winning streak for you. Um, it's better than early in the season. It's not how you start. It's how you finish. So that's a good thing. So that's what she's... <laughs> I'm beating AJ to the punch, okay? Uh... Damn it. I, I walked right into Wait. that, didn't I? Oh, boy. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> As she turns bright red, folks, as she said that. All right. You're, you're, well, I would almost say this. Is that your final thought or, or did you have another one? Sure. Why not? <laughs> um, uh, you can find me at Dana, M E Y Y, on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and more importantly, you can follow my cat on Instagram, uh, Margie underscore the queen. She follows back. Yes, she does follow back. I, and, I don't promise anything for myself, but my cat follows back. I taught her well. And and that poor cat before we went on, you know, mm -hmm. was clawing clawing at you. I'm she needs to bring <laughs> it down a little bit, all right? Otherwise she's gonna yeah, get in misconduct. She... <laughs> oh boy. Oh no. She like I I would fear for even the toughest NHL or even Chara couldn't handle this cat. Like, I, I have a gash on the side of my back <laughs> from when she jumped on me yesterday. She just gets a lot of energy, and she doesn't know how to channel it. <laughs> so she claws your back. All right. So Dana, with an upper body injury, is day-to-day. -day. <laughs> I'm at PuckGuy14 on the Twitter and the Instagram. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Yes, Tuesday, where the Sharks take on the Colorado Avalanche. They're probably, hopefully, jumping on the plane right now to get back out to the West of sorts uh game time for that is 6 p.m so we'll be back with you then and thank you for watching chris jbws good to see you party people i hope you're partying tonight wherever you're at sharks win in overtime in winnipeg three to two we'll see you tomorrow following sharks and avalanche and until then keep it real keep it teal keep it real teal have a great night everyone we'll see you tuesday night